Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 16 years. We have four kids. And this is a really special episode of Forefront. We are joined today with Rebecca St. James. And we are having Rebecca on this week because this is our 20th episode of Forefront. I love it. That's so cool. We got to tell you, because my wife was sharing a story with us last week about what an impact your music has had on her when she was a teenager. It was it was huge. So thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, I remember Sunshine Music Festival in Minnesota. Yep. I remember standing out there all day in that heat just waiting for you to come and take the stage and I wanted that front, you know, it's not a front row, but that front mosh pit area <laughs> so I could um, see you and um, just delight in your music. But you had such a great message at that point for, for young girls um, about saving yourself for marriage. And I just remember looking up to you um, as as a hero, as someone to emulate. And that was that was just such a gift to me. And I know that also my friend group at that time, you really helped to shape shape our thinking, shape our theology. And so I was just so blessed as a young girl to experience that. So thank you for your your ministry at that time. And now things have changed for you. You yes. are married and kids. Tell us about that. Yes. Oh, thank you for sharing that story. That's so lovely to hear. Yeah, it's really wonderful to be able to tell kind of the other end of the story now about my husband and I meeting. And, you know, I, I did speak about purity for many years. And I had a song called Wait For Me that talked about waiting for my future husband and and all my hopes to do with getting married and having a family and, and just entrusting those into God's hands. And so now it's very sweet to be able to tell the story of meeting my husband in LA uh, through mutual friends out there and there being something very, very special about our connection when we first met and I mean, even in my song, Wait For Me, there's a line that says, waiting for the look in your eyes when we meet for the first time. And that was literally there. Mm. Um, when I when I met him, there was something so special about just our connection, even across the room. Um, and then afterwards when we chatted. So we got married a, a little over a year after we met. And now we have uh, two children who are six and two, mm. two little girls. And I'm nearly 32 weeks pregnant with our son. Oh, so awesome. It's just such a sweet time. Oh, I'm just rejoicing with you in that. That's wonderful. So um, something that we like to talk about on our podcast is we like to ask people, what are your three things on marriage? So if I could ask you to share three tips or pieces of advice or lessons you've learned, like what would be your top Three. Uh, probably the first thing that I needed to learn to do in marriage was to ask for what I needed. Mm. I think I'd bought into this fairy tale idea that it was just going to be there, that my husband was just going to know certain things. Oh, yeah. Um, about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's on my list too. That's in my top three too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm not the, I'm not the only one. No, you're not. <laughs> Yeah, that he was just going to, you know, just know instinctively how to meet all the various needs of a, of me as a woman. Mm-hmm. And really that I had to learn how to like humbly just ask for those things and 
that, you know, he, he would say, like, I want to meet these needs. I just can't read your mind and I don't <laughs> just instinctively know what those are. So Preach. I learned that pretty early on. Um, just the importance of tone, I think, is another mm-hmm. big one that immediately comes to mind. Like, it's not necessarily always what we say, but how we say it that mm-hmm. translates to our spouse and so I think both he and I have had to learn to um yeah how how to just guard our tone and to yeah be careful about how we navigate that because it just speaks loud and clear and sometimes not what we want to communicate um if we're if we're not exhibiting caution in that department in the tone department and then I think just being intentional about our relationships like even during at home orders and some of what we've all been walking through recently and some of those you know challenges in our in our world and in our nation that have been happening I think we've tried to see it as an opportunity to grow and to sow into our relationships and so mm-hmm. even though date nights really weren't much of an option going out <laughs> for quite a while um, yeah. we, we actually we st- started doing a uh, zoom kind of marriage enrichment course mm. that was really, really helpful during that time. You know, I, I would like to be more consistent with date night than mm-hmm. we are, but uh, but I just think making that time to engage our friendship, like just really that sense of connectivity and make the time for that, even with small children and working and all the different requirements that are on our lives, just prioritizing that relationship i think that's been really important for us that's so great that's excellent i love that you are taking this time while you're safe at home and using it to pour into your relationship and make that stronger i'm just kind of curious what are some of your favorite dates for you and your husband what do you like to do well a recent one because we have started going out a little bit now um where we live we we have been able to go to restaurants locally and we did go out just last week and we ended up going for a walk at kind of like a nearby park and then getting dinner and then getting ice cream it was just very Mm. simple Mm -hmm. like those three ingredients but we just had the best conversations and just like such a sweet sweet time for us so and then you know every now and then we do try to just like get away even if it's just we don't. We do not do this regularly, you know. <laughs> but, right, right. Um, especially to mark the moment <laughs> for a special occasion, we try to just get away overnight, even if it's just one night, and um, and have that time together as well. Oh, I love that you guys go on walks together. That's one of our favorite things, and yeah. even I think one of our favorite dates is to go on destination walks. So we'll actually drive somewhere pretty just to go for a walk there. Yeah. So somewhere other that. than our That's street. A really good idea. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. So it's been, what, about 10 years since you've done music? Yeah, about nine since my last album came out, and then kind of seven or so since I, like, fully came off the road. But, yeah, nearly 10 years with new music. Yeah, and since then, your brothers have really taken off. By the way, your, your little brother's freaking country. I think a lot of people yep. are familiar with them. But uh, yep. but now you've got a new album, and uh, love it, by the way. But what? Thank you. What brought you back? Uh, definitely a work of God, uh, because when I finished 
music kind of unofficially retired about seven years ago. So kind of shortly before we um, started having children, so our daughter's six now, I really felt like I may never sing again at that point and was peaceful about that. But uh, about two and a half years ago or so, probably nearly three actually, uh, I was at an event with my brothers and they had been asked, asked to sing and I had been asked to sing as well. And so we went to this event and I had this radical encounter with Jesus on stage that was just so transformative and the Holy Spirit was so powerfully there that I walked off stage and said to my brother Joel, God has just called me back to music and I just can't even believe it. I'm in shock, but I feel like he's said, you know, you don't have to plan anything. You don't have to try to figure this out or what this looks like. I've, I've got it. And just you wait and see what I've got in store for you and your family. And so it was just, um, a really, really sweet kind of beginning to a new season. And both my husband and I felt led to move back to Nashville around that time too. So it was just one of those real transformative encounters with God. And I knew that he called me back to music and it's been really great since then, just seeing him move and order things and pave the way for this new season with music. So it's nice to actually have, you know, a single out and then some of this other, you know, songs from the EP launching here really, really soon. And to start seeing the ministry impact, it's really encouraging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the single is called Battle is the Lord's. Love that song, Rebecca. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I love that that's sort of in the story of you even coming back to music, you know, just that the Lord has this and he's going to work it out. Um, and that's yep. sort of what this new song is about, too. It is. And honestly, that song has really ministered to me in this season, because I think when I finished out doing music, I, I was pretty exhausted after nearly two decades of music and starting very young. So there has been points where I've just thought, well, Lord, this is hard in some ways, kind of working this muscle again of songwriting and Mm. making music and it's vulnerable and wow, why am I doing this? You know, just kind of (laughs) questioning, did I hear from Jesus about that? (laughs) So in those times, this song, Battle is the Lord's, has really brought me back to no, I know I encountered him and I know he told me that he's going to go before me and he's going to fight these battles and he's got it and I don't have to worry about it. I it, The song has ministered to me even in this album process. And then I think with what we have all been experiencing in 2020, I think this message is for such a time as this too. We all mm-hmm. just need to be reminded that uh, when we worship him and when we trust him and we, we acknowledge that the battle is his and not ours, fear has to leave like Mm -hmm. we we don't have to fear our hearts don't have to be heavy and so there's a lot of messages in this song that I think are just very relevant to what people are walking through right now Mm. well I would just love to affirm that um I'll just let you know I think that the Lord is doing a huge work through your music and I am excited to see how people are encouraged to put their faith in the Lord through this song and the reminders that you're giving them. It's beautiful. So thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's very encouraging. Thanks. All right. I'm going to turn the tables a little bit on us, Rebecca. You ready? Yes. All right. So I was recently at a radio conference. It was virtual because of COVID and everything. We couldn't meet in person. And you were there as a guest host. 
And as a guest host, you did a video call with a radio guy in Cincinnati, and you were interviewing him. Yes. And I had said in the chat feature off to the side, getting interviewed by Rebecca St. James? (laughs) (laughs) It's like life goal. So... That's how you know you've made yep, it. So I totally saw that pop up in the feed. I didn't recognize that that was you. That's so cool. <laughs> I saw you had oh, noticed I love it. it. So, question for you is: Do you have questions for us? Because I want to get interviewed by Rebecca St. James. He wants to fulfill his life goal right yes, here, bucket absolutely. list. Absolutely, I love it. That's so hilarious. <laughs> um, well, I would like to hear what you guys have learned. What What your top three mm. in marriage? has been you said that one of mine was yours about uh, you know asking for needs and um but what about the other ones what were the other ones for you guys yeah Yeah. well one of them you know we mentioned you mentioned going for walks and and uh that's one of ours because to have regular check-ins with each other we found is super Mm. important but to do it like sitting down across from each other at a table yeah, that's kind of an awkward thing. But if you're side by side, yep. it just opens yourself up to more of a natural uh, environment to bring more things out that we found. So we found going for walks is ideal for regular check-ins. So we do it every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, um, that's so good. I would say you had brought up that one of your top things for marriage. And I think I phrased it by saying, do the man a favor and stop asking him to read your mind. Um, <laughs> so just kind of the same thing. Just, totally. Yeah. It is. And um, another one, and I don't know how appropriate this is, but I Mine, for myself anyway, it was like step up my game in what I'm wearing to bed. Honestly, like, especially as a mom, you know, you get into that phase where, uh, you know, I'm nursing babies, I'm sweaty, you know, and just kind of like oversized t-shirts feel great. And and maybe there's just a place for uh, stepping up my game a little bit and and making that retreat with my husband each night more enjoyable and just taking a few extra minutes to put thought and care into that. So that's one of them. Um, And then another one would just be to pursue learning with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, learning is so good for your your mind and your happiness. And so whatever it is, just kind of embrace each other and and the quirkiness of of what each one loves to learn about. So I know my husband, Adam, loves the Ninja Turtles or comic (laughs) books or all all things in that realm. And so we just pursue those things, even though... No, that's not my natural bend just kind of embracing that along with him and learning learning alongside of him that's so awesome such good stuff thank you well I thanks for it. asking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my now, now you've been interviewed <laughs> this, this is excellent i love this well, rebecca thank you, thank you. we thank really you appreciate so your time oh my pleasure thanks for having me on it's been really really sweet this has been forefront with adam and christina hannon thank you so much for listening